This Voice of the Arts podcast is made possible thanks to the Carnegie Museum of Art. I was hoping I could learn more about you. Show me all things. You are listening to WQED's Voice of the Arts podcast. I'm Emily Bruner, and today we have the chairman of the Flood City Music Festival, Ronald Carnavale, here to speak with us. Welcome, Ron. Hi, how are you? Nice to be here, Emily. <laughs> Doing great. So it is that time of year again. The AmeriServe Flood City Music Festival is back in Johnstown for its 34th season in a row. Am I getting Something that right? Like that. Something yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Depends um, how you count. We'll talk about that in a minute, <laughs> I think. <laughs> All right. From <laughs> August 4th to the 5th. So that's, uh, I guess, next weekend? That's uh, next weekend. Oh, yeah, wow. Saturday so close. Or yeah. Friday and Saturday. I'm Friday sorry. and Saturday. <laughs> yep. So there's a big, a lot of big headliners this year. Ron, can you tell us about them? Yeah, one of the bands we're most excited to have back is Los Lobos. They played for us in 2010. Mm -hmm. It was probably the most well-attended show we've ever done. Um, In addition to being tremendous musicians, they're celebrating their 50th anniversary as a band uh, this year. Wow. Um, In addition to being tremendous musicians, multiple Grammy Award winners, etc., they're also great guys, and I just can't wait to see them again say hello. They're uh, terrific people to work with. That's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. 50 years. That's incredible for yeah, a band. Yeah, sure is. Yep. Wow. You also have Keller Williams' um, Grateful Grass with the Hillbenders. That's yeah, a big so one. Kind of a bluegrass tribute to Grateful Dead music. <laughs> a little Keller Williams spin on it. So, yeah, Keller's a well-known bluegrass player. Um, has a lot of a lot of tongue-in-cheek <laughs> stuff he does in his music. And, uh, um, yeah, he's, he's, he, there's a lot of excitement about this show mm-hmm. um, uh, in social media. This is the one, I think, that's captured a lot of attention of, of festival goers, people that like to go to music festivals. Yeah, yeah. I mean, bluegrass, uh, Grateful Dead music is such a such a twist. Yeah, it'll be fun. It'll be fun. Uh, Keller says, uh, if you if you if you if it has to sound just like the Grateful Dead, you probably won't like it. But if you like singing Grateful Dead lyrics to bluegrass music, you'll have a good time. <laughs> so forget everything you know about Grateful Dead except their lyrics. Right. <laughs> awesome and you also have like a ton of bands this year not just Los Lobos but like a bunch of others yeah we have a pretty cool lineup this year yeah we've got 15 bands all together over those two days Wow. and uh, Keller will headline Friday night and Los Lobos will headline Saturday night Mm. but on Friday night we have a band called Doom Flamingo Mm. which is sort of a super group it's a Ryan Stasek from Humphreys McGee put it together and it features what I think is going to be one of the great female vocals 
that we've ever had at the festival by Kanika Moore. She's the lead singer of Doom Flamingo, and she's tremendously talented. We've had a lot of great women singers over the years at the festival, Sharon Jones and Betty Levette. Um, but, uh, yeah, Kanika's going to be a tremendous addition to that um, yeah. to that lineup. Yeah, that's incredible. Vocalists are, like, pretty uh, yeah. incredible. Yeah. One of the bands on Friday that I'm excited about is called the Mallet Brothers. They're from Maine. Mm. They play sort of roots music, roots rock, root country, alt country, um, and their 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 music that that they've recorded that I've heard has been just right up my alley. It's the kind of stuff I really like, so I'm real excited about seeing them personally. Nice. And then closing everything up on Friday night is a great band out of Harrisburg called Yam Yam. They're a jam band, funk band, um, and they're going to do a great late night set for us Friday night. Then we've got regional bands on Friday as well. Some uh, J Jeff Webb, who's a music professor at University of Pittsburgh at Johnstown. Um, he's got a lot of different projects he does, but uh, we have his band Jeff Webb and a Delectable Sound. They're going to start things off for us on on Friday. We've got the Jaded Lips out of Altoona. They're a rock and roll band out of Altoona, young guys, and uh, and a really strong electric blues guitarist named Gabe Stillman closing down the. Community Foundation Oil House stage mm. on Friday night. So we've got a really solid Friday night lineup. Real excited about it. Um, yeah. On Saturday, in addition to Los Lobos, we have another, what I'll call a super group. It's a band called Trouble No More. It is a tribute band to the Allman Brothers, led by a young man named Taz Niederauer, who's one of the tremendously talented young guitar players in the world. Um, got the attention of Warren Haynes um, some years ago. Warren is the guitar player for the Allman Brothers Band and the guitar player for Government Mule, and he's really encouraged him in his career. But Taz and, and his dad and brother put together this project, which um, features a guy named Daniel Donato, and mm. Daniel Donato is an up-and-coming musician in his own right. He has a band called Cosmic Country, and they're just about ready to shoot through the roof. It's going to be a real honor to have Daniel there. And uh, they have a great uh, drummer, Nikki Glaspie. She's, she's a tremendous drummer. So it's going to be a great show. If you like Allman Brothers music, I'm sure you'll love that show. Um, mm -hmm. in a, in a, we, we, one of the bands that um, is nostalgic for me is Big Sandy and his Fly Right Boys. Big Sandy's a rockabilly act uh, from California. And we had him at the festival all the way back in 2004. Um, so it's going to be great to see him again. Um, wow. Out of New York City, we have a band called Melt. They're sort of a, uh, I don't know how to put it, <laughs> Lake Street Divish. If you know the band Lake Street Divish, yes. they sound pretty similar to them. Okay. Um, they uh, they a little bit poppy, uh, rock and roll pop kind of sound. Um, and then closing things up on Saturday night in our late show is a band that's another band that's on a meteoric rise in the festival circuit called Dogs in a Pile. Um, they're a bunch of classically trained Berkeley School of Music grads, um, uh, but th they're from uh, Baltimore, Maryland, and um, they're just blowing up on the festival circuit right now. They I was at Peach Fest this year in Scranton, and they did a set there to the hugest crowd you could imagine. Um, and so we're real wow. excited we got them on the bill. They're the kind of band 
you say, well, it's nice we had them now. We'll never be able to afford them again. They <laughs> might be one of those guys, one of those groups. So we're real excited about that. And then we've got a nice complement of regional and uh, and local talent. We've got a great band out of Pittsburgh called Chalk Dinosaur going to play for us on Saturday uh, at the uh, Community Foundation Oil House stage. Um, we've got a folk duo from Johnstown, the Evergreens, two women um, that are showing, having more and more success in the musical world, doing a little more touring. And then starting things off, we've got some young kids called the Platelets. Um, all went to high school together in Johnstown, and uh, they're a very inventive, uh, young, talented group of musicians. We're excited to sort of give them their debut on the big stage. Amazing. So a lot of young, a lot of old, a lot of in-between. Yeah, some returning, to, some new. Yeah, we try to keep the lineup pretty eclectic. You know, we want to make sure there's something for everyone. We want the lineup in some ways to challenge people to hear stuff that they wouldn't ordinarily listen to. <laughs> um, and uh, I think we've done that pretty successfully over the years. We've created a lot of fans for a lot of bands. That's amazing, yeah. And and for someone who's never been to this uh, music festival, that would be me, um, how would you describe the music? Because you've got, like, country, you've got blues, you've got rock, you've got, you know, you've it got a lot. It tends to be pretty rootsy. Rootsy. Ro roots music, I think. Americana okay. is a big part of it. Mm. Uh, but we're not limited to that necessarily. You know, they're, they're, at one point in time... Um, we were a little bit more dogmatic about what qualified and we realized that wasn't a smart thing to do because music evolves mm -hmm. and merges and so you you merge bands that merge styles bands like melt who's hard to categorize as what yeah. kind of band are they it's because they're a fusion of a lot of stuff mm. and uh, dogs in a pile is like that there's a real strong jazz element to what they do mm. but they're really if it's if, if you're going to ask people on the street they'd say they're a jam band but they're a jam band comprised of classically trained jazz musicians wow. um, so it's uh it's pretty cool um uh that you know that we're able to make as our lineup as diverse as we as we do mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um and you mentioned a couple names of the stages so i'm guessing you have more than one stage in Johnstown. yeah we've got three stages uh we've got the bud light stage which is our main stage We've got the First Summit Bank stage, which is a pavilion stage, medium-sized stage, and then the Community Foundation Oil House stage, which is um, an uh, uh, indoor, smaller, more intimate venue. Mm. So you got got a nice wide variety of ways yeah. that people can listen. And we're able that way to make sure there's a band playing at almost every moment during the festival hours. Right. That I mean, that would be amazing. You can just rotate through and make sure there's music all the time. Yeah, that's what happens. <laughs> Well, that's amazing. And I know that um, you mentioned that uh, you have been with uh, Flood City Music Festival for a while now. Yes. Uh, since. <laughs> so how did you like get into this? How did you decide to start working with music festivals? The music festival was produced by the Johnstown Area Heritage Association. Yep. And in about 1991 or so, I went on the board mm -hmm. at Jaha. Jaha had just produced, as part of the 1989... Johnstown Flood Centennial Celebration, right. a street festival in a neighborhood in Johnstown. Nice. Uh, a food and music festival. That caught the attention of the people who produced the National Folk Festival. The National Council for Traditional Arts are affiliated with the Smithsonian. Yeah. And they picked Johnstown to be the host city for the National Folk Festival wow. from 1990 through 1992. So in 1992, after I joined the Jaha board, I was... Um, 
made the co-chairman of the of the National Folk Festival, and then um, when it moved on to a new city, which it does after a three-year run, we perpetuated the festival through an event we called the Johnstown Folk Fest. Hmm. And I've been chairing that the, the Johnstown Folk Fest, which became Flood City Music Festival since 1993. Okay, so Flood City Music Festival kind of was 93? Because we talked about the dates before and how it's like maybe... Johnstown Folk Fest started in 1993. Flood City Music Festival began something like 2000 or five or something like okay. that. We wanted to get a we, the we wanted to get away from the word folk because it was um, confusing people. They expected it to be a quote unquote folk music festival, and it really wasn't. It was a lot more diverse than that. So yeah. we thought something that would be more um, uh, that, that that wouldn't be limiting in that way was a better name. Yeah, yeah. So you had more of a diverse um, audience as well as a diverse um, band group. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's that's awesome. And uh, so how much are tickets, and should I get them now? Two-day pass, general admission is $50. Okay. A two-day VIP pass is $75. Mm-hmm. And the key benefit from the VIP pass is flush toilets. <laughs> <laughs> well, that sold me VIP all the way. <laughs> yeah. There's, a spe- there's a VIP bars and some other amenities, but I think a lot of people buy them just to have the convenience of the, of the indoor restrooms at the oil house. Yeah. Um, and uh, single-day tickets are available. I'm, I'm going to look up that number so I don't tell anybody <laughs> the wrong price. Friday single days are $30. Saturdays are $40. Gotcha. So you can come to one day or two or buy a two-day pass and come both days. Yeah. So if you're going for two days, definitely get the two-day pass. But if you're only going for one, for one specific band do the one day pass yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah well that sounds pretty reasonable i mean there's so many uh music festivals that i've seen that in the pittsburgh area that go for like hundreds of dollars and i'm like i don't know yeah and that's and that's because we have such generous sponsors yeah you know you heard me saying a lot of sponsor names describing our stages and amerisur bank which has been a title sponsor of the festival for 27 years or something like that it's the generosity of the sponsors that allows us to price the festival so modestly mm. Yeah, no, that's amazing. I mean, that's wonderful that it's modest because then you get more people to come to your event because Absolutely. it's not, you know, hundreds of dollars and more diverse. I mean, you probably could get, like, people with families to come, too. Yeah, absolutely, and we sure do. And, you know, it's part of the mission of the Heritage Association to to provide as much opportunity with the arts as we can to as many people as we can. So mm-hmm. being able to keep ticket prices low is an important part of that mission. Yeah. It's a very important part of that mission. And the, the proceeds from this music festival go back to the Heritage Foundation. That's right. Yeah, absolutely. That's Johnstown amazing. Area Heritage Association owns and operates the Johnstown Flood Museum, the Heritage Discovery Center. It owns the park where we do the festival called People's Natural Gas Park. Um, and, uh, um, you know, it's an important cultural institution in the city of Johnstown in the whole region, really. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it keeps all of those museums open uh, yep. for people to visit. I mean, the Flood City Museum is, is like the big yeah, one. Yeah, the Flood Museum's a really cool thing, man. Yeah. Just, uh, it's one of the only museums in the world, I think, that has a Academy Award-winning film as its centerpiece, which is Really? Cool. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, the documentary they made for the museum ended up winning an Oscar. 
That's that's amazing. See, now I clearly have to go. It's been on my list for a while. Yeah, you have to check it out. <laughs> that's awesome. And a personal question for you, because I always am intrigued. How did you get into music? Oh, boy. I, I, I was, um, I'm a trial lawyer by day. But I, as an undergrad, I was a theater major. Oh, wow. So, which is sort of an unusual path. And um, so I've always been interested in the arts. Mm -hmm. And when I joined the, the Heritage Association board, I was already a fan of the festival because they had been doing it for a couple of years. And so I eagerly accepted the invitation to, to be a co-chair and then ultimately the chairman. And so, um, you know, I was probably pretty musically naive at that point in time, but um, just by virtue of doing the job, um, I've learned a lot. You know, mm -hmm. I've, I've got to meet a lot of great musicians. I've got to hear a lot of great music. I have um, uh, very diverse tastes in music, mm -hmm. I think, because of my association with the festival. So mm -hmm. I can listen to almost any genre uh, of music and enjoy it. It's, uh, it's been a real blessing to me. It's the best weekend of the year for me. It's like my Christmas. <laughs> so, yeah, I lay awake all night the night before just waiting for the festival to start. Oh, it's going to be so exciting. Well, it's in one week, so you don't have to wait very much longer. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, that's wonderful. And, Ron, good luck with the uh, festival. Yeah, thanks. And thank you so much for coming it's in. It's been great speaking with you. Thank you, Emily.